MoneyWeb now on The Money. The show's brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Standing now with uh, Sean Sanders from Revix. Sean, appreciate the early morning. Want to talk Kathy Wood and her 1.48 million Bitcoin target. Before we do, grey listing on, on Friday. You, you're running essentially a financial services business. What is the, the direct impact as you wake up on, on Monday morning to, to your, your operations and, and, and your, I suppose, relationships with, with clients? Morning, Simon. Thanks very much for having me on again. So, I'll start with the gray listing side of things. And <laughs> yeah, it's not good news for South Africa. I don't think there'll be any meaningful change mm-hmm. over the short term. But when we start to expand more aggressively internationally, and we are busy looking at Kenya, Zambia, Nigeria, I mean, of course, all the banks in those regions are going to be looking at us saying, listen, South Africa is now a gray listed country. Let's do a little bit more due diligence. Uh, international customers of ours, we're not just a South African operation, of course. Uh, you know, customers coming from mm-hmm. Europe, they're going to look at us a little bit more skeptically. So, yeah, I think overall, it's just not a good move for the country, of course. I mean, that's the obvious thing to say. Um, and we need to work aggressively to, to remove ourselves from this list. And and for you, it's almost, I mean, it's not that you can't go to any of these markets. It's just that there's more paperwork, there's more FICA, there's more proving who you are and your bona fides. Yeah, exactly that. And I mean, when you couple yourself with crypto uh, financial <laughs> services, and I mean, gosh, you go to a bank and the bank's going to say, really? And you, you're coming from a gray listed country? So you can have whatever uh, regulatory backing you want. Uh, but when you're gray listed, it just makes it a whole lot harder. And I think that's what a lot of South Africans are going to start to experience. Yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be that, and, and and the vastly increased paperwork and and all those. But let, let's touch on 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 Kathy Wood. Um, I actually had missed this, but you, and she, of course, founder of Arc Investment Management, her Arc Innovation ETF, perhaps the best known there. She's also well known for putting out what what are, are sometimes some crazy predictions. But with credit to her, I mean, she she gets them right often. And I remember one of her early uh, Tesla predictions seemed crazy until the share price got there. She's looking for one point four eight million dollars per bitcoin by 2030 i thought that story was all about halving but actually she's just saying that's maybe a part of it this is just as there's a larger adoption into from bitcoin by by people and and institutions around the world yeah so her 1.48 million dollar prediction by 2030 that's the bullish case Mm -hmm. Uh, the base case from uh, arc invest is 258 thousand dollars so far lower than the 1.48 million. Um, and then the bear case is 682,000. But I mean, <laughs> even the bear case is still a significant return. I mean, the, the bull case would return 4,200% from where we stand right now, where we roughly around 22, 23,000 odd dollars of Bitcoin. So these are bold, bold predictions. But I mean, I'm a Bitcoin bull, sure. uh, not necessarily over the short term. I mean, I don't think anyone can guess what's going to happen over the short term. But over the long term, you are seeing institutional adoption and i mean just looking at the banking space uh, i don't think uh, everyone knows this but three years ago and i mean just three years ago you would be fired from standard bank or you know you'd definitely get a stern talking to at the very least if you were talking about bitcoin within the bank Uh, if you had a look at sort of investec fnb go through Mm. the list of the top banks in south africa bitcoin was just a no-no you just don't talk about it fast forward to today not only do these banks have blockchain teams, but they've got cryptocurrency teams. I mean, we're actively engaging with a lot of these banks and they're interested in the space. So the 
sort of change in sentiment is starting to happen. And the same thing is happening in the institutional space. Now, 2022 was probably the year that led to a lot of institutions taking a step back. Uh, you had the FTX debacle that occurred. Yeah. I mean, the crypto brand really got knocked. And it's going to take quite a few years to rebuild trust with the public. But, I mean, gone are the days where you've got all the crypto companies saying, you know, screw the banks. We are going to, you know, build this new financial future. It really seems to be a lot more of a symbiotic relationship that's emerging. So that really helps to drive the digital uh, institutional adoption of this asset class. And that's going to be one of the big drivers going forward. The second thing is actually the technology utility behind blockchain and crypto. Because if you look at it, up until now, the utility in the space has really been speculation. It's been treated like a big casino. Yeah. But all of a sudden, you're starting to see real world assets put on blockchains. And that interacts with the world of crypto. That's really interesting. You see the fractionalization of shares going onto blockchains and where you could buy like a Tesla share or a NVIDIA share directly on a blockchain without the need of sort of any central intermediary. That's really remarkable. And I mean, there's a host of other services that are happening. So that's the technology utility side of things. And then, of course, in order for these price targets to be met, you need the macro uh, eco economy to actually start playing ball. And at some point, and probably within the next 12 months, you're going to hit peak interest rates in the US and, mm -hmm. and EU more broadly. And when that interest rate narrative changes, where we actually saying, hey, listen, this economy is slowing down, uh, the labor market's breaking a bit, all of a sudden interest rates start coming down, and that's really good for the crypto space. And then you topple that all off with the Bitcoin rally that uh, has always preceded the, the halving events. And I mean, of course, the future can always be different, but there's the Bitcoin halving that's occurring uh, in March next year. And that is the biggest event that can happen in the, the, the sort of crypto slash Bitcoin space, because all of a sudden you're seeing the reward for mining Bitcoin get halved, which means that the inflation rate for Bitcoin gets halved. So all else equal, if demand equals supply, and obviously that's how the price of crypto assets mm -hmm. is determined, well, you've got a lot less supply in the market and you know, ball is equal to the same amount of demand, which should drive Bitcoin a bit higher. Yeah, and I'm looking at the market cap, 450 billion. There's about, which is a big number, but compare that to just, I mean, a Microsoft, an Apple, a, uh, you know, a, a Tesla. Uh, in, in that sense, uh, Bitcoin is, is still very much in its infancy. We'll leave it there. Sean Saunders, Revex, always appreciate the early morning insight. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.